Vincent gets him out now, and here he comes. Denon Kingley gets up the rail. Golden 60, they roar for their hometown hero. He's a length clear over Salios, running on Mother Earth. It's Golden 60, the locals can't beat him. The internationals can't beat him. This is his house, Fortress Golden 60. 50 metres to go, two lengths in front. I'm Thunderstruck, needing to get there. Alligator blood tiring. I'm Thunderstruck over the top, rumbling. Nipatina takes the lead, kicks clear, two lengths, Rothmeyer, and best of Bordeaux streaking away. Bella Nipatina and boy, doesn't she deserve this? Bella Nipatina falling. Zaki joined by Animo, who looks destiny in the face at the 150. Animo takes the lead from Zaki, Alligator Blood, I'm Thunderstruck, but it's Animo clear, I'm Thunderstruck late. Animo holding on, Animo this time for the big A. Wicks down the middle, Kings will dream at the 100, it's getting desperate, now Wicks is storming home, Wicks over the top, oh she's too good, but can't beat her. G'day punters and welcome to another Racing Previews podcast. Obviously, it's Mornington Cup week this week. It's also the Hawkesbury Guineas up there in New South Wales. Fells, how are we doing? I'm well. Backing winners. Always well when you're backing winners, mate. Nick McWalter, 12 days to the bull. I saw in your story earlier. Gearing up, how are we? Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be huge. 12 days can't come quick enough. Mm, That'd be great. Robert Groom this weekend. We need to start backing some winners in the jumps. I'm more excited about watching the 15 jumps trials tomorrow than I am having a bet this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I'm it's looking pretty forward grim. to one ball. We, we go good. from... You and I will be binocular brothers, but I'm bringing mine for the ball. Yeah, the Ben, jumpers. do you want some? i got some spare binoculars, do you want some? Yeah, I need to get a set, to be honest. Oh, I'll bring you need them for the jumps. Too. Yeah, you have to. So, we go from Group 1 racing, and then we go to Mornington and Hawkesbury. For the punters who don't really know, Mornington is kind of revered as... A bit of a graveyard. It obviously has gotten a fair bit better in recent times, but it's a very it's tight as turning. Bad as Valley. <laughs> it is similar no, to Mooney Valley. Morning similar. Worse. Come on. No, it's I'm, similar. I'm just saying that to take the piss out of Ben. No, but they have they do have similarities because they've both got short straights and it's a horses for courses track. So in that sense, they're the same. But it's a quite a big uphill rise at Mornington, too. You know, you know the difference between Mooney Valley and Mornington? If you have a strip out of the valley, you're a 15-minute ride into the city, you get a couple of drinks and you can forget about it. <laughs> if you have a strip out of Mornington, you're in butt-fuck nowhere. And you're closer to the, the water to go and drown. <laughs> Straight to the ocean. You can go to Frankston. <laughs> yeah. Franger. And then we've got Hawkesbury. Uh, 
I don't know where that is, to be honest. Where is that? You don't really need to know where it is because they don't it's even know the where worst, the finishing post it's is. It's got the fucking worst camera angle you ever want to see, bot. You yeah, can be you on can't the outs, really tell. The, between the outside of the track and the inside of the track is dead set half a horse length. So sometimes yeah. you think you've won by half a length and you've lost by and half. And you've actually lost. Yeah, the, cam- the camera angle's terrible and the track is... I'd say so-so at best. A lot of the time, the inside lanes are completely off. It'll be interesting well, to see how it plays this week. It's either fence hot or they get down the outside rail. Like yeah, no like kiss the grandstand outside. Yeah. Rail. So, yeah, we go from Group 1 racing back to two sort of opposed tracks, but that's all right. We're going to start off with a little bit of a look back at the autumn that was. It was obviously an absolute ripper. We saw a few horses stand up and we saw a few regress who wants to start with a highlight or something they learnt Nick I will start with something I learnt if I have a futures bet in the future and don't back it each way slap me something stupid because I've had two long range futures bets cylinder at $67 so he was about $14 a place at that point and Tiz Invincible was going to say around $26 the place and I've only backed them for at, at the win of $67 and $111 so so what's your slipper and Percy Sykes yeah slipper Percy Sykes so for all that hard work no reward so in future just have a little something on the place yeah I absolutely agree and the reverse can be said people who always put on place multis or whatever it is, always have a, a win multi as well because you're sick when you have a, a four-way place multi and they all end up winning it would have paid 100 to 1 and you've only got 20 to 1 or 15 to 1. Uh, the two things that I sort of learnt was, well, obviously Nature Strip is no longer oh. Australia's best sprinter. He's no longer the world's best sprinter. So we can stop using that tag even if he races on. I think we have learnt that gear kick is now the best sprinter in Australia. Um, his run first up in the challenge was unbelievable, reeling off some lightning sectionals off a slow tempo. And then in the TJ, he got bullocked around in between horses and he went down swinging on a surface I don't think he totally appreciated. Um, I wish Owen was obviously good, but just the way the race shape worked out, he was last, but uh, within striking distance and in clear air, I just think it worked out for him. And then... Gear kick stepped up to 1,400 metres off a fast tempo and he absolutely shit in. So I think Gear kick can go and win the Dubin 10,000. I think he can win the Everest. And honestly, I, I see no reason why he can't go and win the Golden Eagle as well. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, we've never had a horse win the Everest and the Golden Eagle yet. He looks the one that could possibly do it, um, but we'll soon find out. Well, they're both the other horse I need races. to give... What was that? They're both time-honoured races, so it's <laughs> yeah. surprising that they... That no one's done it twice. Well, is it? I think it's two weeks in between, so he can definitely do it. He went 1,200 to 14. Uh, 1,200 to 15 doesn't look to be an issue, in my opinion. Um, the other horse I just want to give a bit of praise to is Cascadian. He's now an eight-year-old gelding, um, but he's just turned into an absolute model, model of consistency. A couple of seasons ago, he was probably more of that handicapper that would just... You know, floating his head around the brinks, but now he's turned into a proper weight for age star. Um, fifth in the Canterbury, first up, that was just the pipe opener, he, pipe opener he needed. Second in the All-Star Mile, that was an absolutely huge run behind Mr. Brightside, who 
did sort of PR. Mr. Brightside went on and franked the form, obviously winning his second Doncaster mile. Cascadian then started favourite in the Australian Cup. Four dollars. Another rare blunder from us. Didn't take seventeen dollars for fuck's sake. Yep. Um, got out late and he's won pretty easily. And then he's gone two thousand meters back to fourteen hundred meters in the all aged, off a fast tempo. But still, he's run another enormous race. He's only just been edged out by Zaki for second. I think he ran the fastest last 400 of the race or last 200 of the race so he's just an absolute beauty um hopefully has he ran in a cox plate i don't think he has yet hopefully no. he can go there this year could um, win it and yeah he possibly could if the race is looking a little bit on the weaker side at present big a out big c in well alfred anything for the, the punters um just that uh all that good horses are gone over middle distances and um um, and yeah, so the Cascadian can win it because. Oh now yeah, hold on! I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and let you have a swipe at Cascadian not being any good horse. No, oh, he's a good horse, but he's not. He's not like Animo or anything. Oh fuck me! But he's first picked on your team, Cascadian. Every side needs one of him. Yeah. I, I would have thought you wouldn't. Pulls like his Cascadian. socks up and gets the hard ball whenever required for his teammates Cascadian reckon, but this is a bit once of a, upon a time you would have said Cascadian has no ticker <laughs> there's no way you would have said Cascadian has a has a ticker he turned he was for he a, a part a of his times. for his, a part of his career there's every every chance to say that he he was running out the back of the pack when the ball was there to be won but in the latter half of his career he's <laughs> He's been so consistent. Shiny just new an toy. absolute model of consistency. Yeah. It is a He's bit of a scary a shiny thought, new toy. It is yeah. a bit of a scary thought that Mawanga and Cascadian could go into the Cox Plate as Cascadian. I mean, um, two chances. Shit in a Caulfield Cup. <laughs> it depends what what weight would Mawanga get in a Caulfield Cup? Wouldn't matter. Track, He'd but... win it. Mm. He'd get Hopefully. a fair bit. He's a what two-time Group One winner and. Mm. Oh, handful of group one placings probably can't count and a half. Mm. 57 anyway can't anyway. win with that weight anyway but we can start let's, now let's move on because there are some horses trying to get into a Caulfield Cup through the Mornington Cup that was an absolutely brilliant segue by me <laughs> but the race we are going to start in is the Mornington Guineas 1600 metres what's the track doing firstly soft six I don't think there's any rain around on the day. He might get back to a five. It could get back to a four. Um, no, I reckon but, maybe five. But default on speed, is that what we're sort of thinking? Yeah, it's Mornington. Advantageous just... too, B. Mm. Yeah. yeah. As Nico said, it's a bit of an uphill rise in the home straight, but... It's funny. Every time every time you ever hear anyone talk about um, um, like where you want to be in like just... um like the the track pattern or anything it's just like <laughs> default to be on speed no shit that's how it always is like just try and be with horses on speed just but more you never want to be with horses at the back of the field it's I don't know yes yeah. <laughs> alright let's read out this market the Mornington Giddies obviously for three year olds dashing $3.60 favourite Waltz on by $4.20 Alkington Road five fifty. Lethal Thoughts $8 Grand Piero $9 Tapper Capel, $12. Don't know if that's how you say it, but mm. but I'll let you go here because I reckon this is one of your better bets of the day. Well, it's just about my only bet of the day because it's a pretty poor meeting. Um, 
but yeah I, I really really like dashing I can't really I spent about a couple of hours trying to figure out why this wasn't like $2.50 $2.60 and couldn't really figure out why so therefore I'm betting why should and, it be $2.60 well because it's it's form over a mile like it was beaten less than two lengths in a in a Caulfield Guineas and then second up it was um, out of a slow run race and then went to a really fast run race um, sort of fell in there but then and then he went to the the South Australian Guineas and then was like the biggest moral beaten of all time like it was the sectionals that ran were enormous and then I went to Sandown and, and got beaten in half and head by two really good probably group class horses so um, like I just think he needs to hold the rating he did last start and that's about it I think he'll go to the four there's not too much pressure on, on the speed um, like you go through the field you've got Alkington Road who's run the same rating five starts in a row I don't think he's been any better than that if he was um, he would have done it he probably would have done it by now but um, yeah like he's giving no indication that he's, he's going to go to a massive new level and then you've got Walton Bayer who had the ultimate PR at Bendigo and I don't think she'll run a mile and then you've got Lethal Thoughts and Grand Piero like Grand Piero was good um, late had good late sectionals, but he needs to spike. I would have thought, and then you just sort of left with dashing. Who's going to lead, or sit outside lead, with Linda Meach on, who is in form at the moment. She's just about the best front running jockey in Victoria, maybe Australia. And yeah, I don't know. Just very, 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 very easy bet. I think probably yeah, it's the best bet. I think he's a two dollars sixty chance. Well, wow, that's huge. Yeah. Uh, I don't have too much of that. I, I am with dashing as well. Uh, gate eight, but that'll be offset. He can just go forward. Linda Meach, mm, she only knows one way, and she's at her best when she is rolling forward. The two, the two horses you speak of that he ran second behind last start were Gringotts and Loco. The race has gone really well. Um, they weren't out that slow but they came home real real fast the overall figure on punting form is rated nearly 14 lengths above the all average and the first four across the line have all been some of the fastest last splits of the entire meeting mm. um, back onto a, a good surface that's no issue at all this horse should have won the uh, the Morfield Guineas two starts back oh, and I agree with Bot um, <laughs> Walt's on by is definitely a query at sixteen hundred meters, and Alkington Road will be there or thereabouts again. But like probably he's run moral to run first four, but he but he won't. Win. Yeah, well, he might he just win, but just don't know how much upside he actually has compared to dashing. Um, well, I do, and then it's not as much. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. <laughs> no yeah, worries. pretty happy to be on dashing. Nico, make a line of three. Uh, yeah, I could probably come with. <laughs> Who else? Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know, but probably she race. So no, I'll just trust. I'll just trust you. Okay, thanks, mate. You fucking let me down at the start of the week, but you start oh. to peg back. You start. <laughs> oh, you starting to peg back. <laughs> start to peg back. Yeah. For context, punters, I took. I took what? What did I take? Like three dollars fifty or something for this Walla thing, breaking ground. You're gonna explain starts. the whole story. You're gonna mess. You're gonna tell the punters how I messaged you specifically in the morning to ask you. You backing Chris Walla? No. No, yeah, no. And and it didn't snick too, so maybe maybe if he snicked, he would have won. Maybe because it was a year long horse. Yeah, probably. But anyway, it started like a dollar eighty, and it got beat by a nose. By the horse, by which horse, bot? 
the, the horse that you you asked me about, you said, yeah, should I back sure. this horse? And I said... So I'll fucking back you into this U-long squib. You asked me a question, so I answered it for you. <laughs> you can't be blaming bot. <laughs> that was my bake, myself. This, this, is, this is what i got to put up with every, tank, every single I just, time. I, need to put up, I just need to listen to myself. Or a horse. <laughs> because there's not many people in this world that know better than me, so... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, turn it up Nico that's a wheel spin at the footy club let's go to race 7 it is the Hariba Stakes 1200 metres Jigsaw is our favourite 60 kilos he's got a shoulder $2.50 from She's All Class 460 Karen $6.50 the winner of the time honoured uh, country discovery last start 500 grand Turk Warrior $9 not an option $11 bless her $11 and Sessions Road $14 I'll kick off here I think Jigsaw is the best bet of the day. You can actually get three dollars on Ladbrokes and Neds, and that is a terrific gamble. To I think we're only gambling on whether he's still up and running. Um, I know Bot mentioned off air it would have been nice to see him have a have a trial and just see him run through the line nicely there. But look, you just have to have to forgive his run last start. He went around eight dollars in the Group One William Reed Stakes. Wait for age. That was quinalled by Imperatriz and Balanipatina, probably the two best sprinting mares in Australasia. Um, this horse, they sprung the lids and they went really, really fast early, but then they slammed the brakes. That allowed the backmarkers to get into the race, and, and that's why it was a big backmarkers race. Um, I think you can fall into this trap on punting form. They only save the pace to the 600, which they, it says slow for the class, but he was pressured early, um, Babylon Berlin came outside him and took the lead and he was just copping pressure from left, right and centre. It just wasn't his race. Um, I'm happy to forgive it. He was unbeaten four out of four prior to that. Uh, and if he brings any of those runs, especially his Group 2 Australia Stakes win where he ran 102.5 GDX, then he should just be winning here. Not worried about the 60. Barrier 9, he's just going to shoot straight to the front. Uh, the only other pace in the race is Turk Warrior so he can just follow him across and he'll cross him and lead um, Shizzle class was good last start but had a bit of a PR uh, in the boat got galloped on and she got him late and then Curran also beat in the boat in the final shadows of the post but in the boat doesn't really like soft tracks and Curran got the most charmed run of his whole career so pretty happy to back Jigsaw $3 go and get it yeah I I, I um I yeah, like Ben said, I wish I saw a trial. Not not because I just I want to watch the trial, just because he always has a trial between runs, and that's sort of like a pattern sort of thing, I guess. So I would have liked to have seen that, but um, I think probably two eighty is a fair price for Jigsaw, and um, like I think there's a couple holes like she's all class. Um, she went well first up, but she always goes well first up, and I think that's just her. Um, so I've got her about $12 and she thinks she's about $4 um, she Turk, fucking blessed yeah she, she was um, Turk Warrior is a little bit interesting maybe but um, I don't know it's a Tasmanian horse so um, and it's off a of freshen and all of its best runs are off freshens or not all of them but some most of its best runs are off off, off mm. freshens and, um, yeah. but the horse I thought was um, actually maybe probably a lot too big was bless her who um was really good first up i remember nico saying <coughs> something like clayton clayton douglas was i've said, got i've got the information from the owner if you want it 
Yeah, right, well, after I finish. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember you saying she was flying and she was going to win um, the first up one. And she was... Obviously, she didn't win. She started $31 there, but she was snicked from a wide barrier and was, like, so strong through the line on a day where you didn't want to be wide or back. And, um, yeah, like, her, her best is running second, point two behind... Um, uh, point eight, sorry, behind Maliva in a in a listed race. So, um, she's, like she's in second in a, in a Lingy and a John mm. Monash. Yeah, like she's a good horse, and um, yeah. the, and she she sort of didn't come up last prep, but um, but I think she is back with the sectional she ran late at uh, in the Bendigo race. But 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 I think I think Jigsaw, like what Ben said, like Jig two eighty Jigsaw is probably a fair price. If if it drifts, then I'll, I'll probably just have to bet because it's too big. Beauty. Hmm. Anything to add, Nico? Yeah, I'm back in both. Um, I'm back in Jigsaw. Bless her as one of yours. Yeah, I'm, I'm back in her as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, Jigsaw is a good bet at the price because I think it's either bang or bust. Like, he's either going to win and win convincingly or he's going to be paddling and 200 out. So he's either going to be winning or he's going to be losing. <laughs> yes, yeah, spot. So that's a 50-50% chance and you're getting better than 50-50 odds. So yeah, bet. Well, I'd be surprised if he's not starting $2.20. Yeah. He's $2.50 right now. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets out, to be honest. Is he still $3 on Ladbrokes? He's still $3 on Ladbrokes. Yeah, right. Well, full credit. Um, yeah. And the news out of the Bless Her camp is that she come through her last run well um, they were pleased with the way she ran because obviously but as you said it was not advantage to be back and wide which she was good foreground isn't her preferred surface and she still ran on well she's come through her run well uh, the more giving the track on Saturday the better for her um, she's drawn a low gate and they expect her to run well um but, yeah, she's not going to the Wonga Room this year. She's going from here four weeks into some stakes race in Adelaide. So they're pretty keen to try and get some black type on her page. A black type win anyway. But, yeah, she's going good um, from all reports and, and they're confident that she'll run well on Saturday. But, um, yeah, wait and see how she runs. Adelaide, I'm, I'm wondering if she's highly enough rated to actually get in the Sangster. She's rated 92, so I don't think it's the Sangster that they're going for. I don't, yeah, I don't, okay. I don't think Something they're easier. shooting. I don't think they're shooting that high. I think they're just trying to get a listed, listed win for her page. Yeah, sounds like. But she's pretty honest. Like she's running some good races. She hasn't had a whole lot, lot of luck. So. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's go to the day's feature. The Mornington Cup. Obviously, there is a ballot exempt ticket into the Caulfield Cup. Um, and in recent years, it's been a bit of a, a graveyard overall. I don't think too many Mornington Cup winners have gone on to do much, but yeah, not this is good. a pretty decent addition. He's a shocker, brings in the good form lines, his $4.20 favourite from non-conformist, $5. Vaughn Declare, still punching the old boy, $7. Right Your Ass, $7. Benard, $14. Fancy Man, 15 Herman Hess, 15 Yaffet, 15 Gear Up, 16 And Swords Drawn, 18 Who wants to go first? Okay, I will. I'm 
I've I've already bet gear up, which I'm probably not really happy with because it's drifted. It's probably a stupid bet, but um, uh, I think I think they'll go forward on it this time because it's a it's always a always an on pace sort of grinding European horse, and now they've been trying to take a sit on it, and it's been coming through some like some good races behind Zarek and then in the the um the Queen Elizabeth. So um, I think it'll run up to its best. I think Annabelle Nisham's managing it pretty well. And then the other horse is he's a shocker, um, which is pretty obvious. But the thing is, it's drawn barrier fourteen. But I think I think they might try and go, try and be positive. Um, and yeah, like the the two ratings that it has that stick out like crazy are the the third behind Zaki and the and the fourth behind Jubayana. Like that's that's very good form for this. So um, and it gets Blake Shin on as well. So. Those are the two I could back. I didn't didn't like non-conformist at all. Fancy Man is probably a little bit too big, and Right You Are is probably a little bit too short. Mm. Nick, you want to go next? I'll I'll go last. I didn't really have a firm opinion in this race. I thought it was uh, pretty even, but um, if you had to push me into a corner and have a bet, I would probably side with non-conformist. Um, he gets the low gate which he's going to use to his advantage he's going to be up there on speed Geordie's flying Beg's flying um, ran second in this race before um, off the top of my head really? Okay. Uh, he's a shocker is probably going to be oh, no, hard to beat as well if he runs 2400 metres that's probably what you're betting on um, if you listen to Mick Price he's going to run 2400 on his ear so Make of that what you will. Um, and inundation is going to win a moil. Yeah, well, <laughs> inundation, inundation can't breathe, so that doesn't help. <laughs> um, yeah, then I suppose a few of these maybe push on to Warnable. Herman Hess probably heads that way. Swords Drawn should head that way. Port Phillip should go that way. I can't wait till Yaffet gets put in an actual race it can win. They should send Benno there, honestly. I don't even know what bit, what distance Yaffet is best at. He's just a bit of a... I think he's a stayer, he's but a, I just think he's... He's a bit great. of an anomaly, Yaffet. No, he's not. He's just been put in races that he can't win because I don't know what the trainer thinks he's doing. Like just, His like, last it win... It's, it's official rating is like... What is it? Um, well, uh, he's forever a hateful horse, Yaffet, because I remember the day that he beat me at sale. <laughs> in the discovery when I was on So You See so till my nose bled at stall oh dirty yaffet <laughs> yeah. and how genuine is So You See t- turned as soon as we st- <laughs> jumped So You See is good I like So You See oh yeah. we fucking know alright let me go next Hold I on. am against some of the favourites here I think that's Yaffa has an official sorry Ben Yaffa has an official rating of 84 what is it doing here I could win a benchmark 90 by like 25 lengths. Mm. Yeah, it probably should be carrying 44 kilos here, not 54. Yeah, that's anyway. uh, He's a shocker. I think I'm a little bit grey on this horse. He's been running well in really good races, but I think it's just a little bit trappy here. He's drawn barrier 14. Not really sure where he ends up on the map, and I think I do think 2,000 metres is his best distance. I think he's still a small query at the 2,400 metres. Nonconformist was obviously excellent winning the blamey first start, but last start, 
he had horses going past him in the Australian Cup. Obviously, he can bounce out of that. Third up, but do I want to back him here off what could be a pretty strong tempo? Not really. I think Rebel Racer is obviously going to fly the lids. He's drawn the outside 15, so he's going to go forward and inject some good pace into this. Aurora Symphony will go forward. And I think the best stayer in this race is probably Vaughn Declare. This horse is flying. Um, he was only beaten a length in the Tancred. His runs before that were really good, beaten by right you are both times, but sort of sit and sprints at uh, 2,000 metres and 2,100. This turns into a proper staying test, then I think he's a good bet. 60 kilos. Yes, he does have to carry it, but this is a horse who won the Zipping Classic at the end of last preparation. After all, he went through running in a Caulfield Cup, running in a Melbourne Cup, so he's really tough. He's now fourth up, should be ready to go. He's going to go forward from barrier eight. Um, right you are was the other one, um, not that I'm betting, the, one, the other one I wanted to sort of take on. I just think really long prep, and they're sort of throwing him here to find out if he runs 2,400 metres, and I think they're going to find out that he doesn't run a strong 2,400 metres. Um, he looked he looked like he was going to go past White Marlin um, last start, and White Marlin just shook him off and beat him easily. Um, I don't know if he's going to get the 2,400 metres here. That was 2,100. And then the other horse I thought was a shade over the odds is Swords Drawn. Um, this horse ran third behind the two Melbourne Cup favourites, um, or two of the Melbourne Cup favourites, not, not not including White Marlin, but um, Goldman you had, and who was the only one that ran second? Oh, blank, mental blank. Don't know. We believe you, move on. No, this is going to kill me. <laughs> Um, Sulcum Sulcum in the Roy Higgins that that race uh, was a really fast tempo um, and it's rated pretty well overall nearly 14 lengths above the old benchmark he's ran third there um, and the, the, st the start prior to that he absolutely smacked Nerve Not Verve at the Valley um, by two lengths so Nerve Not Verve went, went over to New Zealand and she sort of franked that form so he's going to get the suck run here from Barrier 2 and I think he's just a shade over the odds at $18. Those are sort of the two that I wanted to be with. Benno wouldn't surprise me. He's got some decent runs on the board, but he does need another win to his CV. All right, well, what are we doing now? Morfville? Um, Well, the only other bet I had in the last, and I think you might agree, is this Mac Tube. Um, I backed him last start, and I've been in pretty... Pretty impressed what he's done both starts. First up at Packingham, he absolutely put him to the sword. He killed him. And then last start, um, he had to weave his way clear, and he won nicely. I think back onto a drier surface will suit him even better. And the big key is he goes from Dean Holland. No no offense to, to Dutchie, but he gets Blake Shin now. It's obviously an upgrade. Draws barrier two, so should get the suck run. That, that really suits Mornington. If you're not going to be leading, then at least you get... You'd prefer to be rails and run up there on the fence, um, and I think you can go on with the job now. Yeah, I Anyone else got any bets? Yeah, I, I want, I want, I want probably like three bucks max tube. Then I'll, then I'll bet. Beautiful. Yeah. Anyone else got any bets? No, no. Mornington. 
Just two horses to follow in race four. Convener and Golden Crusader, I reckon they might go to the Warnable Cup. Mm. So hopefully they run well. Mm. Be a dead set barrier trial for Convener. Barrier 13. Yuck. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a nice little midfield paid barrier trial and could be immoral at Warnable. I sort of wanted to smash it wherever it went off last start, but I couldn't. Yeah, well, let's wait, Pop. 12 more days. Might have to. 13 more, 14 more days and we'll be smashing it. Mm. Hopefully he's not four wide and cooks himself from the game. Well, <laughs> yeah, all right, could be a we're real going shitty to Morville type. now. Ben, yes, we are going to Morville. Hold your horses, Bot. Um, <laughs> it is a soft five at the moment. It's a the, the meeting is a mixture between the Parks track so and whatever stupid. Why they do they do the other that? track. Oh, great question. Don't know, but at least punting form has uh, put them into two different sections for us. I remember seeing that for the first time and I was just so confused. I had no idea what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't usually bet in Adelaide, but there are a couple of decent races. We'll go to the RN Irwin Stakes. Kalos is $3.50 favourite from In The Boat, $3.90. Serides, $5.50. Another award, $8.50. Maliva, 13 General Bow, 14 And that's probably all you need to look at. I think In The Boat is a very good bet here. Um sort of sniped six dollars and 220 as soon as markets opened thanks to geordie rufford sharp in the chat um this horse just looks set to absolutely peak third up first up at the valley he got galloped on in the able stakes he was only just collared late by she's all class when he was falling in a hole um that was the race that unfortunately had um the fall fluorescent star and that's when in the boat was sort of galloped on uh, and then Not last start was trotted yeah. on. Yeah, he was trotted on, and that's what caused the fall. And then last start in the country discovery, he's gone pretty fast. He's gone nearly eight lengths above to the six hundred on a track that doesn't really suit him. He, he'd prefer bone dry. That was a soft six, and Curran just got the dream run. I don't know how he got that run, but hey, watching oh. back the replay today, <laughs> it was like it was like five lengths off him on the fence, and it just happened to have like no horses there at all and he just got up the rail peeled off their back late and um, showed what he can do when he gets clear clean air in the boat's been absolutely smashed into $3.90 he's going to get a good four track here and he's going to lead with Dean Yendall from barrier six uh, third up so he can go fast again he will be fit and Kalos kind of steps up from 1000 to 1100 and he gets away from Flemington so a few key negatives for Kalos he probably is the danger Seridas has some really good runs on the board, but probably look for her more third up. Some of her best stuff has been when she's been able to control the tempo on slow speeds. This won't be a slow speed within the boat, uh, setting the tempo out in front. Mm. Yeah, I'm absolutely coming with best bit of the day for mine in the boat. Uh, guess he's going to get his good track, which is what he what he definitely needs. Um, he ran super last start, just collared late, as you said, Benny. Quite sick fucking current, like a spell. Um, but Dirty Dino's going to give us a peach here, and he'll be trotting along to the Goodwood, which was the race that he should already have in his uh, mantelpiece. Should have won last year, would have been very hard to beat. But anyway, hopefully he can win on <clears throat> on Saturday and head, head there in a few weeks and try and... Uh, the elusive group one G1 yeah 
Um, also having one other bet in Adelaide, race number eight, the Redalva Stakes. Um, I am with the Mick Price, Mick Kent Jr. trained horse, I'm loving you. Um, happy to take on Renosu. Pretty convinced there's two of him, albeit Ramwell last start behind what you need, but still not convinced he's a good horse. I think he's a Flemington horse as well. Barrier 14 is a bit yuck. Dool, not convinced he's much chop. Barrier 17, good luck, champ. <laughs> so I'm loving yard, drawn eight. Has jumped out really well. Spanos on, who's also going very well at the moment. Um, she comes through all the really good fillies races. And I think this isn't that hard a race for her. Um, yeah, she's obviously just going to get her next win on the board, but I think she's going to be here for a very long way on the weekend. I think $8 and $2.80 to place is a, is a very good bet. So, yeah, she's one of the better each-way bets of the day for mine. I'm loving you. Make sure you have something on the place, Nico. I've backed it each way already. Beautiful. All right. Looking at Hawkesbury, I don't really have much that sort of interests me. Um, I saw, like, Andermatt could possibly get me in race six. He's going to be three fence, though. Correct. Fire could kind of get me race five. If the real fire turns up and he brings his best, then he should be winning that, but it's a massive field. And it's just a gross track. Do you have anything, Nico? Yeah, I've got one. Um, well, for the punters out there that like anything in the Hawkesbury Guineas, wait, because all reports are that the fortune teller's coming out. So you get absolutely smashed with deductions there. Um, but just just, just a quick key lesson there. You can always back them on Bet365, and you'll see what your return changes to anyway. They're really good like that. You get to see what your potential returns change to and if you're not happy with the potential return that is showing you can always cash out and after deductions come out your cash out offer will never go below um what you put on unless the horse starts to drift mm. yeah yeah but not everyone's using bet 365 anyway we gotta remember that not well if you can be using it then you should be using it there you go not everyone's that switched on <laughs> um the one confident bet I'm going to have is in race 8, number 12, Sue Lemur. Oh, She's a bit of a for horse, this mare, but she goes super fresh. She loves wet ground. She's trialled really well. J-Mac has been booked, so that's a very good indication for mine that she's going well because he would have had probably the pick of anything in this race, and he's chosen her. Um yeah 56 kilos on her back drawn barrier 10 which isn't going to be too bad they can sort of go whichever way the track's going to be playing um yeah i think she's a very good each way bet in the race at sort of nine dollars fifty and two dollars ninety to play so i think she's she's um she's a very good bet i have one thing at hawkesbury what i yeah, just wait bot wait I am hoping that Zardoz Just wait, is... wait, because I want to talk about that horse too. Oh, in a go, minute. Go, go, go. Uh, I think the last race is going to be pretty inter- interesting as well. I haven't got a firm opinion, but 
I just think it'll be a very good race and it's going to provide um, some good form out of it. Esteo, Mastala, um looked very smart last preparation. Only a couple of bad rides, got her beat, but if she handles wet ground, she'll be going awfully close. Spangler, I think he's also nominated in, in a country cup maybe tomorrow. Or that Sunday. win was ridiculous last start in the... What was in it? The, midway Championship? In the Midway did, Championship. Did you get ratings thing. for that bot? Uh, I probably did, but I haven't looked. I'd say it'd be nearly around the hundreds because this thing absolutely shit in by five lengths. Well, that's the thing. Like, it's got... It's had four starts on a heavy track for three wins. It's going to be last race of the day. Track could be proper chopped up. It could be a good bet. I know he's going to carry 60 kilos, but that was some ride from J-Mac for the fence last start. Um, rinse and repeat here I don't, I don't think the extra 100 metres is going to hold him up so um, he's obviously going to be a good chance and I've got a pretty good um, opinion of pretty amazing I think she's racing in an earlier race not tipping her though because she's got a pretty bad gate race 4 I think she's in it as well but she ran really good last start aided by a good ride from Zach Lloyd she loves wet ground and um, she is a a pretty smart filly, so yeah, I think the last race, not that I've necessarily got a bet at this point in time, but I think it's a good race and um, it will provide some winners out of it, but I'll let you go, Bop, because I'm backing this thing in the first as well, and I hope it runs here, just well, I'm out not, of spite for you. I'm not, I'm not backing it, but I'm hoping I'm hoping Zardozzi, um scratches at Hawkesbury and then, and then accepts into the... Um, the two-yard race at, at Flemington on Anzac Day so I can absolutely smash it because it's a good race. Good figures. Yeah. And good and sectionals. Both. And it's got a good pedigree and I want to smash it because it'll win. For both... Um, it'll probably win at Hawkesbury King, too but I haven't done the race but I want to do the race at Flemington because I hope it runs there so I can smash it. Kingman, Philly, unbeaten two out of two. Is it more so the last start rating or both? Um, well, the, the the debut one was all last two hundred, and then it was pretty much the same thing for the last start. But yeah, yeah. right. All right. Well, if it runs at Hawkesbury, then I might be needing to add it to my tip sheet. To be honest. Okay. So, cool. Why is Chad Schofield fucking riding it? That's silly, great. Great question. Probably just James Cummings, James being, Cummings being. Yeah, no, it'd just be James Cummings being loyal. Yeah, he's ridden at both times. He's ridden at both times. He's not just gonna kick him off. For J Mac, all of a sudden. Yeah, well, hand over the keys. Sure. Eleven twenty-five a.m. Winner. There you go, punters. Race one, Hawkesbury, fourteen hundred meters. You're not going to be able to tell if it's one. Oh, well, hopefully it's a couple of lengths in front. But if it's a close <laughs> let's finish, hope, let's hope it's not a photo. <laughs> <laughs> let's hope all it's right. not even there and it's racing at Flemington on Tuesday. <laughs> oh, just have a bet bot for fuck's sake. No, it's not. You're not. You're not allergic to having a bet in Sydney. Um, the only other race of interest is Sunday for me in Chartin. Um, it's a pretty decent little class two, 1800 meters that features the likes of Champion Dragon, Sword Point, uh, Sweet Encounter, Beauty Verse, Straight Aaron, a couple of ex-Aussies. I'm not sure which way I'll go yet. I'm not even sure what they're going to open a favorite. Um, it's a bit of a tricky one. Uh, Zach Purton has chosen Sweet Encounter. He obviously comes out of the four-year-old series back to 1,800 metres. Um, but he had a pretty high SP last night. So 
I think Champion Dragon will probably go up favourite. He beat Running Glory last start. He goes 52 kilos up to 56 and a half. And he looks to be the likely leader from Barrier 2. But definitely angles in that race. 1,800 metre Class 2. Anyone else have anything up. around the grounds? Swarm me up for a big weekend next week. Oh, yeah. Next week's huge. Romantic Warrior. The local um, superstar obviously takes on Dubai Honor. It's going to be one of the races of the year. Mm. Cool. Uh, maybe you'll even have a bet but Hong Kong next week no I'll watch it though <laughs> alright anything else or are we going to go back lay prey oh, well, my best bet of the weekend is dashing and the reason why is because my dog's name is Dash <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so you won't have another bet in another state but you're going to back an home and bet because it's your dog's name yeah, so dashing is that what you're trying to tell me? Hmm? What was you saying? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Yeah, well, um, that's how I do my formalysis. So, <laughs> I'm backing dashing. <laughs> I've had a crack at it. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so that's my best bet. My best, best lay. bet dashing, best value dashing, best lay, waltz on by. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> My, my dog's name is not Waltz on by. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. Oh, Nico. Best bet in the boat. Uh, best lay. Convener. Oh, best lay. With that thing you what? want to win at the ball. Yeah, I don't want it to win on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Uh, best value, Sir Lemur in Sydney, and I'm loving you in South Australia. Two for the punters. His bot's giving him fuck all. All right. Your best bet of the day, punters, is race seven, Mornington, number one, Jigsaw. If he is still alive, then he'll win this race. <laughs> he has to pretty much fall over to be losing it. He would have to regress. Well, at is least that a 10 like, out of 10 confidence sort of areas oh, you might have to download the 6 day racing app and find it yourself it'll probably <laughs> be up there uh, my best lay is he's a shocker can't win the Mornington Cup drawn barrier 14 and, and won't stay so there you go 58 kilos and my best each way probably comes up in the same race swords drawn $18 but then again Vow and Declare he's seven fifty eight dollars in top sport if you can get 10 bucks for the class runner in the race who will stay 2400 metres and will stay on a fast tempo if that's what eventuates I think he's set to peak fourth up so pretty interested in him cool alright we're making good time so we'll read out a couple of questions before we wrap up um, the first is from Matt underscore air E-H-H. Who's the hottest jockey and why is it Heidi Gilly? <laughs> what? Who's the hottest jockey and why is it Heidi Gilly? Who is that? I don't know. Look her up. What was there this, sir? Who, who's the hottest jockey and why is it Heidi Gilly? Heidi Gilly. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, Heidi goes okay. <laughs> Just goes okay. Um, but seriously, what determines a horse is good value down in grade slash track and distance? Anyone got? It's a bit of an open question, but what determines if a horse is good value? Anyone got any answer to that? Their names. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Stop um, talking shit, because the puddles are going to think you're serious. Um. Uh, well, it depends on the the race and the horses they're racing, and and what stage of the prep they're in, and and the ratings they've run and the sectionals they've run. There's a lot of things that go into it. Yeah, absolutely. But all the time, like, I don't know, once you've been doing form for a, a very long time and you kind of get opinions that you're able to form pretty, pretty quickly, like, you get to a stage where you just see a price and you just know it's over. It's like, in the boat, open six bucks against Kalos, who was like 280, three bucks. And you just see that and you go, bang, you know that's overs. You know in the boat's going to be starting with a four or a three. So, yeah, it's just something you you can kind of pick up as well before mm. even looking at, at ratings and that type of thing. Uh, Boomer, Nico. Oh, here we go. This When's Nick going to get his jumps form right and tip us some winners? Well, last weekend we wasn't a complete oh, bloodbath. Only just behind the ledger. Cross hill. Cross Hill was fucking three dollars a place. Yeah, but a lot of a lot of um people didn't get it because by the time the race rolled around, it was two place dividends. Yeah, yeah. that's okay. We'll be right. We got a big carnival at Warnable. We'll be down there. Lots of trial watching to happen. We'll be fine. Quick question: Can that um, Maran Eustace import bounce back and win next up? Rockstar yes Runny. Not? Yeah. Rockstar Ronnie, uh, yeah, he can bounce back, but he'd want, you'll want a bit of a price. He was a bit disappointing. He mm. was the worst of a lot of them. Sauna Boy, they won't beat Sauna Boy again in the Gallywood. He's most vulnerable first up in his preparations. You'll remember they nearly beat him last year at Packenham mm. when he fell in to beat Out and Dreaming when there was a fair weight swing. Blanford Lad won't get near him in the Gallywood. How much does Blanford weigh? It's about a three kilo weight swing in Sauna Boy's favour. Okay. I think Blanford Lad goes up minimum two, maybe three kilos, and Sauna Boy gets a kilo relief. Yeah. So, yeah, Blanford Lad can start now, won't get near (laughs) The old stuff. But hopefully, hopefully, some of the the possible clashes at Warnable could be insane. Balak's one's trialling tomorrow, and then Pateman's going to make a decision whether he goes to the novice hurdle, so it could be Pateman on Balex 1 versus Nelson. The novice hurdle? That's the novice. That's not even, that's not even the gallery. Holy shit. That, that'll a, be no betting, a, won't it? That's a risk. Well, Nelson, Nelson probably Nelson. goes up favourite, I reckon. Wow. He's, got, he's got the fitness under his belt. Oh, I don't know. I'm just I'm half hoping that. Like, But Balex 1, cl- cl- 1's got claims to be like... Could be the best hurdle. Uh, unbettable. Unbackable. Like, he made Stern Idol look like a Musgrove at the back mm. horse when they faced at Ballarat. So, that could be nearly the race of, of the week, and it's not even a, not even one of the big features. But the Gallywood will be a cracker. Um, unfortunately, 
the Briley could be no betting. Um, we're actually going to have Amy McDonald on the podcast next week to talk about flying agent, but he could be up against it, the champ, because Stern Idol looks like he's already got one hand on the Briley. Um, but yeah, the annual, I don't know which horses are going to go to the annual. I think that's where Rockstar Ronnie's going, so... Hmm. But yeah, um, he was pretty disappointing to answer your question. But yeah, I think Port Guillaume will improve on the way to the novice. He just didn't really get through the heavy ground, Tommy said, when I'd spoken to him. Um, but yeah, I'm very, very excited from uh, what, from what Pateman had said in an interview that I'd watched. He reckons there'll be close to 60 noms for the maiden hurdle. So he reckons there'll be four, there could be four heats. Split the races. Oh, so, so there could be twelve, could be twelve races on the first day. <laughs> well, just a dead set pantathon. We're going to be tapping out by day three. All right, Thomas Barry. The, the last question of the night says: Can anyone beat Giga Kick if he goes to Doomben? No, 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 they won't. No, I don't think so. He's an absolute moral in the Doomben ten thousand if he gets there in one piece. Four dollars fifty. He was last week. I know, that was a complete miss, but we probably didn't really know. But still, these pre-noms market, I'm pretty sure most of the Brisbane Carnival, if not all, are pre-noms market. So if you like something, then it's probably worth taking the risk and um, having a crack because you, you'll get your money back. The Dons cost me. I had a little, had a few little muck around multis. Oh, I don't know how you mix AFL multis with racing. I can't. Um, I had... Uh, that is disgusting. I, that's sick. I had a couple of little legs and Mel- <laughs> Melbourne... Essendon beating Melbourne were the ones that cost me. I'd gig it, gig her at four fifty. Yeah. Well, just Shut back up. the Saints this week because, as a proud Carlton supporter, um, a dollar ninety the Saints. Take it to. I'm the a proud Essendon supporter. I just didn't think we were going to beat Melbourne. Yeah. yeah they didn't just beat true. them either. They smacked them. So hopefully we can smack those. Hopefully we can smack those black and white maggots this weekend. No, Collingwood will beat your mob. Saint Kilda into Collingwood. That'll give you about three bucks. <laughs> well, full, full fucking credit to you, champ. <laughs> All right. That wraps us up. Uh, Mornington Cup and Hawkesbury Guineas. Pretty flat, pretty crap meetings, but that's all right. We might have a, a few little bets for Tuesday, Anzac Day. I know Bot will be doing that meeting to death, so uh, we might put some stuff out on the Instagram. Good luck this weekend. We'll see you back here next Thursday. Cool, I spend my time just thinking, thinking, thinking about you Every single day, guess I'm really missing, missing you And all those things we used to, used to, used to, used to do Hey girl, what's up, we used to, used to be just me and you I spend my time just thinking, thinking, thinking about you Every single day, guess I'm really missing, missing you and all those things we used to, used to, used to do. Hey girl, what's up, girl? What's up, what's up, what's up? Travel around the 
even sail the seven seas Across the universe and all the other galaxies Just tell me where to go, just tell me where you wanna meet I navigate myself, myself to take me where you be Cause girl I want, I, I, I want you right now I travel up town, town, I travel downtown Wanna have you around, round, like every single day I love you always, wait, I'll meet you halfway, halfway. Right 